Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, rounding out the crew, and our special guest, Jerry the Diver Guy, in the studio with us. What's going on? How about this? You know, he's a uh, boater wannabe. Uh, potential, you know, we've been covering his, his story on how to uh, purchase a boat. He has had very little luck so far. But, very uh, little. It's very none. Well, none. Okay, very none. Uh, that's well. the technically correct grammar-wise way to say that. <laughs> with the right in the mountains of, of Virginia, money, at least, yeah. With the right amount of money, you can buy anything. Well, okay. okay. We but need. You we still need. have to have the perfect boat. Though. He, he is trying to purchase a boat uh, on liquefied moonshine. <laughs> yeah, naturally. I, yeah. You guys know I hate to do this. Uh-oh. I hate. I hate correcting Greg, but Greg, hmm? I have to correct you again. So when, you, when yes, when you, when you are. Going to introduce Jerry, you have to include in his list of accomplishments, if you will. Yeah. Captain Patrick impersonator. Okay. Um, Accomplished Captain Patrick impersonator. And he isn't a wannabe boat owner. He has a boat. He told us it's this little aluminum deal that he... Yes. Oh, okay. he, He scratched the name in the side of the boat with his keys. Okay, yeah. so uh, Jerry the Diver Guy, a.k.a. Uh, small boat owner. Very small boat. Yeah, very small. Very, very small. John boat owner. We'll go with that. But he's looking to get a big monster vessel to live on in the waters of Florida. Uh, so, But he's had very little luck. The, the one that I was looking at, Greg, they or did none, pull off. none, I should the, say. No the one luck. that I was looking at, they did pull off the market. They pulled it off because yes. someone bought it? No. Oh, it I was uh, condemned. Well, actually, no. It was a, it was a nice boat, nice nice sea ray. But yeah. uh, the people that owned it was in New York, and they was not coming down here because of COVID, and decided to sell it. So everything yeah. was opened back up, and they pulled it off the market. Ah, they decided, okay, uh, we can use our escape pod from from New York now again. So we don't want to sell it just yet. That's correct. Okay. Well, you got to find another for more money. All right. Well, uh, look, you know, it's an ongoing process. And, uh, once he gets a boat or a bigger boat, I should say, than his job boat, boat, we're going to cover it accordingly, uh, on the, uh, world of boating. And, uh, and, and we wish you best. We, we do. I, I mean, you just got to get a, a boat big enough that, um, you know, that we can all, you know, get on. Okay, Jerry, it has yeah, to be big enough. It. That, you know, the guest room has to be up to my standards. I guess the SS John boat's not going to cut it no more. Well, that's uh, that's not going to do it for me. Now, Barry, that that's that might be even an upgrade for him because he, he likes to overnight on his vessel, and it's only a 17-footer. Right, Barry? Yeah, which is bigger than a John boat. It is bigger. But would you uh, downsize to a John boat like Jerry the Diver guy's? 
Uh, if you bring the right amount of equipment with you, you can do anything in a John boat. Okay. So you would overnight on well, his John boat is what you're saying. You would, or I would, what I would do is beach it and put, put up a tent and, uh, do it that way. So he'd pitch a tent on your John boat. Would you allow him to stay overnight if he did such uh, nonsense, Jerry? Oh uh, yeah. He could, he could stay overnight Okay, I, j- just to be able to watch that. That would be, you'd like to watch him pitch a tent on your John boat. Yeah. Let him actually okay. have All right. it. You you can actually you can buy uh, I think uh, Jerry's seen them these fiberglass rods uh, that they use in the tents yeah and you can yeah. mount them to each side of the John boat and then put a cover over it and make the whole John boat into well a, maybe a you ought to just uh, trade your boat uh, for Jerry uh, Jerry's boat Barry for, and for makes, that in a certain amount of cash I'll do that uh, well he he deals in uh, liquid, uh, liquid monetary. Assets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, it's okay. I like what? good old American cash. Yeah, the, you know, the liquid assets he's talking about are are pretty rare and um, quite tasty. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> kind of lively. To bring the redneck out of you. Yeah. What do yeah, you think? Right. No, Barry. That's no, a no. no. Surprise! Okay. Going to stay in the garage for now until I can take her out. All right. Yeah. He. You know. He. Barry's in the same boat as the people that kind of pulled that boat off the market for you jerry well because he you know he's been flirting with the idea of selling surprise but he's pulled it back because he's like you know look this thing's worth a lot of money now surprise. the demand is, no, is massive it, and, no, no, no. Uh, it's 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 not that i have not decided not to sell it it's i want to sell it to the right person the person that what? will understand no that, that, that will that understand right person what is the involved. one that has enough cash no, no, because no, I had that opportunity, but yeah. this guy knew nothing about boating. And when you sell a boat, you sometimes marry the person that you sold it to. Okay. And I did not want to well, be married. Why, to why do you person. want to marry that person that you sold it to? What is it like a shotgun ah. wedding in Vegas or what? You know, you're you, talking you to Jerry. A, you're talking about Jerry, the diver guy, Barry. You, you know, you they don't even a, go to the chapel. Uh, when first people of all, get this hit. boat's too small for Jerry. He wants something to live on. Well, so, well see, that's yeah. why I have the SS John boat. Sink soon, well, John boat. I, I still think he could build himself a nice redneck barge to live on and then get himself a nice boat for diving. Because ultimately what he wanted to do was become a dive instructor on the water yeah. and then take his students right out to do their uh, Well, that's out. true. But maybe if he goes from John boat to your boat, uh, it's like a stepping stone. I mean, you don't think that'd be a good process for him? How many boat? How many divers can we comfortably put on my boat? And you know two. this from... Two. That's there what I'm go. saying. It would you maybe it would just be a stepping stone vessel for him for That's a year or two. The smallest stepping stone in the world. <laughs> well, he could dive off of it. Surprise! Yeah, he could, actually, he couldn't. He'd have to have someone uh, driving the boat because he'd be down there with his student. Well, he would probably have you. He's like, look, I know I bought the boat from you, Barry, but you know, I know you want me to do well with this vessel. How about we go out and catch some lobster? Show me once again how you drive it. Yeah. How you would do that. You, you already said that you have to sell your boat to someone that you trust that will, no. uh, you know, take care of your baby. And, no, no, no. Uh, it, has, it has nothing to do with that. It's someone that understands what's involved in owning a boat and the issues that will pop up from time to time. 
I don't want to sell the boat to someone that's going to call me every time. Hey, you know, my boat's making a funny noise now. I don't know what to do about it. Can you come over and look at it? No, I sold the boat to you. It's yours now. Oh, so you well, don't want someone to follow up with no, you after I the birth of No, I don't want to marry that person. That's I see. Okay. Well, I, I thought mean. he said earlier that he wanted to marry that person. No, no. Yeah, I, that's there was I, someone that I, that I was introduced to that was hot to buy the boat, yeah. but he knew nothing about boating. And you knew you'd have to act as his boating consultant from here to eternity. All the time. Yeah. 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 Boat mechanic. So you want to be able to sell it, get the right amount of money for it, and they be done with it. Never see her again. Well, maybe I'll see her out there, but that's okay. Okay. But you don't want to be consulted on it. No, no. All right. I understand. So I have enough to deal deal with in life. Okay, so but you have put in some barriers to sell your vessel. So I, I think you ought to just stick with it and keep it. It's in the garage. It's uh, up, you know you keep it up in tip top condition. It's your zombie apocalypse escape pod. He's got to you know? use it to you yeah. Know, I can to, get as far as Bimini on it before I run out of gas. Well, that's so okay. I can't go very far. Re- remember the the zombies can't swim. Uh, and, no. Uh, no, I watched a little bit of what was that uh, show? Walking uh, Dead. No, before the Walking Dead, the one where they're right at the beginning, uh, the the one that, that you know the second uh, Walking Dead series. What fear of the Walking fear Dead? Fear of the Walking Dead, and they were out in the yacht, and apparently these zombies could walk, you know, like like the dead from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. They walked under the water. Well, they can walk underwater, but they can't swim. And if you're floating on the top of it, you're you're good. So your boat is still, you know, a, a zombie apocalypse escape pod, or in this case of today, in reality, uh, just to get away from COVID. Yeah. You know, a it could be your a, a COVID ex- escape pod. Exactly. And those folks in New York that sold the boat you were looking at, uh, uh, Jerry, they well, evidently, they felt that maybe, well, okay, uh, now that things have gotten a little bit better, maybe we need to keep our boat. It's because they suck. Right? Okay. Okay. Uh, there goes that boat. sale. <laughs> well, he, he, they pulled they the plug pull it, on him. They didn't pull it off the market. Yeah, so he so. can he can talk uh, talk trash now about trash him. Talking no, now. Yeah, no, he, no one else is anyone else listening to the show is going to say, "Well, we're not going to sell to whoa. that Jerry guy." I don't know. I think I, you know they're, they were teasing sorry him for me. I mean, who? Yeah, do you, do you feel? Uh, you not feel any sympathy for Barry or the sellers? I, I mean, if they put it on the market and then he was going to buy it and then they said no, I mean, uh, that's kind of lame. You mean sympathy for Jerry? Yeah, yeah. No, over the absolutely. over the sellers. No, absolutely. It, it was you know it, he was looking forward to buying it, and then yeah. it changed all of a sudden. I, right. was, so. I was actually getting ready to put in for a survey on it in water and out, I, I out looked, of water survey. Yeah, I, I look at it as that things happen for a reason, and maybe there's something better down the line for him. Well, okay. I'm hoping. I'm a looking. He's not I mean, Barry the boater. He's Barry the psychic. I mean, I, I'm looking. <laughs> there were a bunch, you know, I was down in the Keys, and there were a bunch of boats that had for sale signs down there. Were, were they uh, floating? No, they were on trailers, so I don't oh, know. Oh, so you don't See. know. See? No. That, that could be a sign, literally. All right. Uh, look, we'll get back on track, I promise, with the World of Boating next. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. 
hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK7 resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook. The Evolution of Protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me, or anything that followed. Chased by a police department, led by his ex-girlfriend, and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. You have successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating. I do like the one. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. The sun, the sea air, good friends. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Looks like one ship was saved today, a relationship. This is the world of boating. Gregor, first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry, the boater, and or psychic. And then our special guest, Jerry, the diver guy, in the studio with us today as well. All right, so uh, let's get back on our uh, original float plan, which was to talk about raft up etiquette. Is that right, Patrick? Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that has, uh, with the ongoing pandemic and the boom <laughs> seemingly the unending boom in boat sales um i don't quite understand it um but that's just me but yeah i mean rafting up has become even more of a thing to do and with all the new boaters out there i thought it would be good to kind of revisit um this article that was published back in uh 2013 from boating magazine and uh kind of go over some tips and tricks and things like that uh for when you raft up okay so what 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 do you mean though that uh you don't understand it you don't understand why people like to do raft ups i exactly okay 
So, well, big, well, you're kind of antisocial in that sense. I'm not antisocial. <laughs> I'm not antisocial. If I'm going out on a boat, okay, yeah. the people that I want to be with are anybody that I want to be around are with me on the boat. Mm-hmm. If they're not on the boat, I don't want to be around anybody else. And if I'm going out on a boat, it's because of the peace and the solitude that you get not to go out and raft up with 500 other drunken numbnuts that are, I, I just don't, I, I, I don't get it. It's not my type of activity to do while boating in a boat, especially for the people that launch at a ramp and travel literally 50 feet by water. <laughs> Barry, you know exactly where I'm talking about. Well, because he does it all the time. They're going to be cool. <laughs> Barry cool does it. No, I purposely like to launch from either uh, John U. Lloyd or somewhere further away so I get to use my boat. But there are people that do that at Hallover. I know. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 they go through this whole thing of launching their boat and, and getting it packed. And they got all these people and you know they put it in the water and everybody climbs on board and they literally idle 50 feet and then pull up on the sandbar and <laughs> debark, get out of the boat. It's, Did you, you say debarf? Debark. Oh, debark. No, debarf comes later on you, yeah, in the day. Exactly. <laughs> you you could swim out there, but it's this whole thing of like, hey, we just came from, you know, we made the trip 20 miles up the coast and to come down here. No, you just launched at the boat ramp. We just saw you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and, know? And what's sad is, is that they'll go to the sandbar, they'll crank up their boom box, they'll drain the battery because it hasn't had a chance to recharge, and then they're calling for a towboat to give them a jump or something like that. Well, yeah. if, they were, if they were smart, they would have enough tow line on their trailer where they could pack in, <laughs> have somebody swim it out to the sandbar, and they could just, they could just crank them ho- back. hoist their boat back. The I have trailer. no doubt that has happened. At some point <laughs> in history. But regardless, I mean, you know, there's certain people that like to go out on their boat and just have a big old party or, you know, turn it into an outdoor festival kind of thing, spring break, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's that group of folks that like yeah, to go out listen, there and play. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. So if you're going to, if you're, if you're of the ilk that you're going to engage in such a heinous activity, um, <laughs> these are, these are the tips, trips, uh, uh, for uh rafting up or or, right. or to make it uh, less heinous yeah well <laughs> we'll see so okay so if you but, are uh, intent on doing a raft up party if you're a little bit more social than captain patrick and and uh you want to do it responsibly and prepare accordingly maybe go a little further than 50 feet from the from the uh ramp 75 uh, good yeah so so what are some of the tips that you would uh, provide okay. folks here patrick? so here we go uh, number one, the heaviest boats set the anchor. Now, this is not necessarily the longest boat. If you have a 24-foot Cuddy Cruiser, your boat you know, likely outweighs a, a 27 go-fast. Now, again, this is an article that was written by Boating Magazine. Um, that little tidbit right there, I heartily disagree with um, as far as a 24-foot Cuddy Cruiser outweighing a 27-foot go-fast boat. But the heaviest boat will have the biggest, heaviest anchor, or it should. Uh, so when tying up to other boats, use dock lines rated for the biggest boat in the gathering, which you are likely not going to have on board because if you're in an, if you're in Barry's boat, you are not carting around half inch dock line. Right. 
No, but I do have two anchors, one for bow, one for stern. Well, because you're a responsible, knowledgeable boater, Barry, and I would expect nothing less. Actually, I'm a little surprised you don't carry a third, so you could tie off two points at the the stern and one at the bow. I just use whatever body I need and uh, dig into the sand. So, but would he need to be on the end of the raft up because he's so small? No. no. Now, this is we're going to get into number two, which is easing in. So, once the host vessel is in position, deploys their fenders, uh, you know, deploy your fenders and come a beam of it. So heave the bow and stern lines to the other crew. If you can't do this, approach the bow at a 45-degree angle and toss the bow line. Allow your boat to settle gently back and beside the host by using the wind or the current. What's so, so funny? Did he just tell a joke there, Barry? No, because just, because this is ridiculous. No, it's not. It's just because I've seen so much worse when I'm at yeah. the Well, Okay, why? Why is it ridiculous? Well, the one thing that they're forgetting in all of this is... Asking permission. All right. If you're out on the water and you're co- you come up upon or you hear on social media that there's a raft up, don't assume that you can just come up alongside the open the, the boat that's got the the open ports or the open starboard side and tie off. Ask the people on the boat first, hey, is it okay to, to, to tie up next to you? Maybe they're waiting on a friend. Uh, maybe they don't want anybody uh, tied up alongside their boat. Right. So ask first before you just don't assume because it's a big party spot and everybody's rafted up. It could be a private party that's going on. So, again, it's one of those things where ask as you approach. Um, if it's a social media thing, you should have all this kind of set out ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Hey, where are we meeting? What's the raft up procedure? Yeah, uh, you know, is everybody okay with us coming alongside? Well, anybody- well, yeah, but how how common is it for someone to come raft up next to a boat and tie up to it that they don't even know? Uh, Silver Glen happens every weekend. Really? That yes, seems sir. odd to me. It didn't, Barry. Um, honestly, when we've done raft ups, we all knew each other and we right. knew what we were going to do. Ahead yeah, you don't of time. just raft up but next you, to somebody you don't know you at do all, do you? It? Well, I do see it when you, if you go down to the Columbus Day Regatta, for example. Um, they purposely want to make a gigantic raft out of it. But right, you really but you do. still ask the boat that you're going to oh, tie off to. You ask. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get shot. I mean,. There could be, you know, it just seems uh, odd to me. All right, we'll get uh, some more on this next on The World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick Barry, the boater, and our special guest, Jerry, the diver guy, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information and just provide some cool tips for you as a boater. And uh, I don't know if this is uh, really etiquette as much as it is common sense that you shouldn't raft up next to a boat that you don't even know the people or haven't asked them first before you start tossing lines because you're asking for trouble. Isn't that like walking into somebody's house that the door is unlocked, Patrick? No, no, it is at because a house is on land and has doors on hinges and boats float on the water and don't 
have doors on hinges like that that you would have to go through to get on board the boat. Yeah. So it's completely different. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have been witness to many a weekend up at Silver Glen mm-hmm. where boats come up and there's an open slot. And they just kind of pull in and tie off to each other, and they don't know each other. I, I've told the story. Well, they don't have to know each other, but you at least have to ask them, like, hey, is it okay if uh, I tie off next to you or <laughs> onto your boat? Uh, no, sir. Hmm. No, sir. Now, I, the, the last time that I was up in the Glen, and every time that I've been up prior to that, would ask um, the... And that's a nice area because it's protected. It's not prone to current or anything like that. And it's it's shallow enough to where if you were having trouble maneuvering, you know, you could get actually out of your boat and kind of walk it in if you needed to. Uh, so, yeah, I did that. But then I've had people pull up alongside of me and just assume and just proceed to tie off, you know, because you're not always on your boat. You could be out amongst all the other boats, visiting friends, what have you, right. doing the, the, the tiki torch thing mm-hmm. uh, on the big party houseboat that would tend to come up in there with the live band. And then you come back, and all of a sudden, there's there's 10 more boats, you know, uh, tied up in a row. Well, if, your they, boat. if they didn't ask, though, then don't you have license to go, well, I want to go now, so... Snip, snip. Well, well, no, you don't. You don't snip, snip. No, you, you don't ever snip, snip. Okay, um, no because snipping. that's just that's that's just bad form. Don't do that. This okay. is a tip for Ada. Two bad forms don't make a right or something. I guess. Yeah, something like that. All right, more coming up on the world of boating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater. We even got uh, Jerry the Diver Guy helping us out today. I, I, I think you're uh, like a second anchor. Um, you can, uh, That could be a compliment, Jerry. Well, you know, yeah, I, I, I yeah. tend to be more of a floater. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, well, either of those are bad because yeah. anchors are nothing but dead weight. <laughs> and floaters are not something that you ever want to encounter yeah. out on the water. No, well, no well, you what, don't. What if, I, what if I want to be a drift sock then? A drift sock? Uh, yeah. Uh, go back to floater. You are got some problems, man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, etiquette when it comes to rafting up. So if you see a party, you want to participate, uh, okay, good form would be to ask before you tie off next to someone. If they're not around, I understand, yeah. But you want to yeah. be a little careful not to upset somebody you're tying off to. Uh, and and uh, using the proper, you know, uh, tie lines. Like you said, depending on, uh, you know, who's the uh, biggest boat should use their tie lines. Thicker is better. Right, Patrick? 
Not necessarily, because it all depends on the size of the boat, because certain boats only have certain size cleats. So a boat like Barry, Barry's probably wouldn't be able to accept like a half inch no. dock line. No, it you know, right around. You know, five eight, would, five would, eighths, three eighths. You know, but, I mean, but I would use my dock line. Right, on you'd there, have your but, own. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. So, and we're going to kind of go on to uh, number four which uh, is good and ridiculous uh, all at the same time. Uh, Don't climb. When possible, try to get the sterns of the boats to line up so people can pass from vessel to vessel on the swim platforms. This is safer and more practical than climbing across gunnels and over bow rails. Use spring lines to adjust fore and aft position relative to the host vessel. Now, yeah, you kind of want everybody to be in the same position, but do not assume that you can go walk on somebody else's boat to get to where you need to go. So if you've got 10 boats rafted up and you're boat number 10 and you want to get boat down to boat number three, mm-hmm. don't think that you're going to walk over seven boats to, to get down there. Some of these boats, especially as the sea deck has come into uh, one of those options that you see more and more. Uh, people are very, very, very particular and protective of their boats. So if you're going to make the decision, you basically have to call down to all seven boats in a row. And, hey, is it okay if I make my way down via walking over your swim platform? Permission to come uh, aboard. Pretty That's much. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Pre- pretty much. Mm-hmm. And if you get to that one guy, you know, Captain Patrick, who's like, Hell no! Swim. You're, you're, you're not. You're, you're not. You're. First of all, you're listening to Jimmy Buffett on an iPod, so you're you're definitely not stepping foot on my boat. Two, you're wearing Crocs. Uh-huh. Definitely, definitely not coming on my okay. boat. And you've got a Tommy Bahama shirt on. You no possible no, wait, way. Whoa, 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 whoa! I like Tommy uh-huh. Bahama shirts. Exactly. <laughs> Jerry, you are just proving my point time and time again. Thank you for participating in today's show. Jerry, you've been denied uh, (laughs) passing over Captain Patrick's vessel. I don't wear wear Crocs, and I don't listen to Jimmy Buffett on my app. So... But so, you do listen to Jimmy Buffett. And you wear Tommy oh, Bahama shirts. And he doesn't listen. So. I didn't say that. I said I didn't listen to it on the app. All right. So basically. Oh, I thought he said something else. You'll, you'll so, allow Jerry, the diver guy, as long as he uh, strips down naked, he's allowed on your vessel, oh, no, Patrick. No, no, no. Yeah, no, 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 no. my man Keeney uh, on and come oh, on over. God, please. please. So uh, anyway, I, I guess at the end of the day, plan on swimming. Huh. Or wading in the water. Don't assume that you can just walk. Again, now, if these are all friends, this is a private raft up and everybody's in agreement. Yeah. That's different. But if you're joining one of these public gatherings, like out and haul over or something like that, or mm-hmm. Columbus, the Columbus Day Regatta, yeah. that's a whole different scene. Mm-hmm. And well, you, need to be re- you need to be respectful of other people's property. It, in haul over, I've never seen it where there's just one big raft up and everyone's tying up. It's always been private parties. You'll see two or three boats that they know each other and they're kind of tying got up. It. I got but a solution at, at to this. Day, absolutely. Yeah. I have a solution. Uh, th- this is a reason to have boat fluff on your boat, isn't it, Patrick? Come on, Barry. Back me up here. Because if, you, cause if you have a, a beautiful uh, a piece of boat fluff on your boat and you have them take the lead and then you have all the ugly people follow them... They're going to have a beeline cross every boat they want to get across. You hear what I'm saying? 
That's your I pass. I have no idea what the heck you're talking no, about. No, it's your boat yeah, pass. It, it, it makes no sense. What? Um, Come on. You've been to Columbus it, Day, Regatta. Yes, There's I, hot yes, babes on the boats. Oh, They're going to go on every boat that you could yeah. ever imagine. So what, what do you want? Oh, you, you need to have beads. It's like it's like he's <laughs> making it's like he's making a Pied Piper analogy in some yeah. weird way. Well, no, I, it, I, it's your it's your uh, cover. It's your you know you you just uh, line up so right you behind. Get out of jail for free. T- exactly. That, if Dude, you have that, that'll no, be your pass. Oh, I, uh, now I, I understand what you're saying now, and mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Because the uh, and I don't refer to as boat fluff, but let's say the very attractive female companion huh. that you may have oh. had. You may have had. You have chosen, or she has chosen to join your party. She is probably going to get stopped at every boat that you're walking. Right, well, that's or true. On. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, but to, that's true. Slow down. We're going to want, and that just slows you up. Okay, yeah. well, all right. As long well. as they're handing her alcohol, I mean, it's fine. Well, it doesn't really matter <sighs> what they're handing her. Uh, it'll get you a pass, uh, one boat at a time. But yeah, you might get held up along the the raft. I, I have a raft couple up. of uh, and Jerry. You're Jerry, you are quickly becoming the poster child for everything that's wrong with boating. <laughs> Surprise! I, I co- Surprise! I had a couple of uh, thoughts about etiquette. I don't know. Right. Uh, on your well, list, so no, I, I got I got two more. Okay, the, the last two, uh, and this one is picture freeboard. That's freeboard, not freebird. Freeboard. So I I knew it. That's why I was I was I was trying to get ahead of it because yeah. I knew as soon as I said it he was going to do it. Well, and it's, it still I still failed. Where's my cigarette ladder? So it's what you, you do. I'm sorry, you asked for it. We delivered. Uh, so use plenty of fenders. Remember, only cars have bumpers, and that's not true. Protection that is on a dock or uh, hanging from a dock is a bumper. If it's hanging from your boat, it's a fender. Hmm. Um, okay. Make make sure they're big enough to keep the rafted boats from crunching. Always a good idea. Uh, using fenders is easier if boats with similar freeboard are tied up next to each other. So consider that when organizing a raft up. Eh, you not always have that choice again unless this is something that you're organizing. I would say that um, if you're heading out and you come upon a raft up and like Columbus Day Regatta. Make sure you've got decent fenders, not ones that have been sitting in your storage hold for 10 years, and every time you touch them, your hand comes away with this white, chalky dust hmm. uh, because they're they're basically dry-rotted. Um, don't be that guy. Take some pride. Taking pride in your boat is more than just keeping it shiny and running. It's putting it on a diet, going through the storage compartments, removing the extraneous gear that you don't need, uh, the rusty tools, all that stuff. Update your equipment. Don't take out your dock lines that have been sitting in a wet storage compartment for six mm, months. That smells good. Yeah, and then toss them to <laughs> to the guy on the half-million-dollar yacht that and you're intent on tying up to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it slaps it slaps his IZOD shirt, you know. Um, next thing you know, you're getting sued by some slick, haired lawyer from Miami hmm. for, you know, $500,000 because you'd ruin this guy's boating outfit. Uh, huh. Take some pride, not only in your boat, but those items that you need on your boat. Make sure they're in proper operating condition, that they're they're usable, that they're not going to harm or mar or otherwise disrupt anybody else's boat. Um, so don't don't be that, that boater that just has got the junk stuff uh, yeah, and you've got the, the cheapest 
<laughs> the cheapest, smallest fenders on the market because your other ones just, I'm not taking them out there because I paid, you know, $50 a piece for these. You know, it's a really good idea. Have those nice canvas covers over them. That that's always it's it's nice keeps them clean keeps them from marring up other boats marring up your boat um, you know go the extra mile when you you spend a lot of money on that boat whether it's a pre-owned boat whether it's a new boat you've probably spent a considerable amount of money on it take some pride in the gear that you're carrying on board uh, and number six the last one is picture circles be aware of the swinging room your raft up would need should wind or current direction change, which I believe, Barry, brings us into your uh, additions. Well, my additions are, number one, when you're approaching a raft up, especially people you know, turn down the stereo system, the sound system, so you can hear what's going on. Well, especially if it's Jimmy Buffett, uh, if you, unless you want to offend uh, Captain Patrick on purpose. All right, we'll find out what the other one is next, right here on The World of Boating. Stay close. You're listening to The World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast we're setting sail to the place on the map which no one has ever returned of the joker and the fool by the 
Too late. This is the world of boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the boater, and our special guest, Jerry the diver guy, in studio with us today. All right, so Barry has at least one, maybe even two more tips to throw in to these, uh, you know, etiquette tips to make you a better rafter or a raft upper or something like that. What is it, Barry? Okay, so one of them is is that when you're coming into a raft up, you need to slow down. Yes. Uh, a lot of people do not read the currents properly, and they start flowing with the current into the raft up. Mm. And you see them. They're the ones that are coming in really hot, and they're getting really close, and all of a sudden they panic, and they hit it in reverse. And then the boat starts to swing around, and you just hear and watch people yelling at each other. What you really need to do is come around into the current, so that you could take it in nice and slowly and just pull straight up. Okay. Well, that makes so sense. You yeah. have to read the currents and you have to slow down. Because you and, don't and, want to turn it into like a, you know, bumper cars. No, <laughs> no, because no, you, 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 you will find yourself boater non grata very, very quickly, ostracized from the entire boating community worldwide. Mm-hmm. Your name, picture of your boat splashed across social media. You will be boat shamed. Wow. Yep. Well, nowadays, yeah, with all the video cameras. I know. I'm not kidding. Greg thinks I'm kidding. I'm not. You will be boat shamed. People, you, they'll see you coming literally from a mile away and will not allow you to raft up with their party. Go, go to YouTube and look at all the uh, boating uh, uh, sites there. And let, yeah. let me add, add to, you, to yours, Barry, when you're, when you're making that approach, if you've got a, well, whether you've got one passenger on board or you've got many passengers on board, as you would do if you were coming into a dock, let your crew, your passengers, know what you expect of them. Stay seated. Nobody move. Bob, I want you to handle that bow line. Uh, Stacy, I want you on the stern line. When we pull up alongside, you're both going to toss to the boat. They, they're, you know, I've already called them on a the VHF. They know we're coming in, so on and so forth. Because what happens is, especially with the raft ups, usually you're coming out. You've got a lot of people on board. Everybody wants to... Not stay on the boat. They want to get no, into the water. Yep. Yeah. And you've got to be very, very careful, which brings me to one that they didn't discuss, which is being in control, being aware of where people are in the water around your boat when it comes time to leave. For God's sake, check, double check. If you're not comfortable, untie, uh, have them. Pull, swim the boat out away yeah. from from people. Um, if you're not comfortable with back, backing out under power, because people are swimming around, they probably, like Jerry uh, mentioned, may have been consuming some liquid refreshments what? that may have altered may have altered their decision making capabilities. What are the odds, um, Jerry? Well, I wonder and, if they'd be wasted away in Margaritaville. Okay, and, mm. and under no circumstances should you allow anyone. To try to assist you in unbeaching your boat, if you're rafted up in your beach or anything like that, with your engine running and they're at the stern and they're wanting to, I'll help you. And they say, Here, hold my beer a minute. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's when the bad, bad, bad stuff happens. And we do not like talking about that on this show. No. No. Uh, so don't do that. Barry, legs you, floating by. <laughs> Who's the last what guy asked for help? What is wrong with you? What is wrong? 
Well, he is in Virginia, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so you should know what you're doing before you start it is basically the end of that. Well, well that that's thought. true with anything, I would yeah. think. Right, yeah. I mean, it's kind of common sense, yeah. But, but we're talking about boaters. They've already they've already shown they have a lack of common sense by buying a boat. I mean, it's no, no. Trust me on this one. Well, I don't know if it's lack of common sense. I think no, you're no, slightly twisted. <laughs> they, they, it brings out a, a certain adventurous soul that wants to no, get out it, there, it, and it causes people to lose all sense of reason and decision making abilities when they see that boat. In the showroom, at the boat show, uh, where ha- where have you? And I, I have run across, not run into, uh, I've come across um, some of the most intelligent, successful people in business in the world that are absolutely the worst boaters <laughs> because they just, when it comes to boating, they it's like, how did you make all this money and you don't know? Where the seacock is for the overboard discharge. How can you not know that? How can you not know where the breakers are for this? How can you know not know that you have to maintain your anchor position and check your anchoring when there's a tide shift? Well, I usually I mean, pay someone to cover that for me. <sighs> well, yes, that's usually their answer. Right. And they, but, they can have those But folks. boating is so much, it's the same as flying an airplane. If you don't know your airplane, you're taking a big chance when you're up there. And you know that. Well, that's true. But air can, uh, airplanes are slightly different because if you, you don't fly uh, yeah, them correctly, they'll fall out of the sky. They'll fall out of the sky. So you really have to know your <laughs> yeah, airplane. Yeah, yeah. You have a little bit more thing. vested interest in making sure you're running this thing properly. On a boat, eh, you may end up floating off to Cuba by accident. But, Kamikaze! Uh, yeah, you get an extra... Extra little vacation out of the deal. All right. Well, on that uh, weird and twisted note, we'll wrap it up for this week. Till next time, remember, whether it's sail or motor, life is better better as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.